Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, this is it. No more screwing around. The time for talk is over. Actually, it's just beginning again, anew. In a couple of days, the time for talk will be over. There's going to be a lot of talk between now and then, but this is the most important talk when it comes to the time for talk being over because this is the official six rings and football things preview of week one of the 2023 season. The birds, Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles defending NFC champions powered by their amazing offense, their potential MVP QB, just a few plays away, a couple plays short of a Super Bowl championship, but denied by the Kansas City Chiefs, thankfully. Coming to town, three-and-a-half-point favorites against your New England Patriots, who start, as we've called it, one of the more intriguing, one of the more potentially compelling, one of the more fascinating seasons in recent Foxborough football history. Andy, so many questions that we have asked, that we have covered, that still continue to rear their head as we are just days away from kickoff with great anticipation for this season. Does Bill still have it? Is this the season they turned it around? Has Mac rediscovered it after a downtrodden 2022? Can Billy O be the straw that comes in and fixes and then stirs the drink? Did they do enough in the offseason? Will they feel the losses? Are the rookies good enough to carry this squad? And can they make it back to the thing that Robert Kraft has coveted, desired, and called them out on so many times? Playoffs? Once again, just a couple days from kickoff, how are you feeling in the weekend lead up to the game? Not good. Eric. And uh, it just came to me, just came to me. I've been the um, spokesman of hope for much of the summer that you should have hope. You should be hopeful of your new season and your new team. And um, it just came to me. Other than the location of this game, where would you say the Patriots have the advantage? Okay, the Eagles have a really good place kicker who's a veteran. Uh, I think I'm there. Punting doesn't matter. Special teams, maybe, like in terms of coverage. Uh, the Eagles have pretty good corners. Mm. They have pretty good safeties. Mm. They have a much better, they have a really good pass rush. Mm. Their offensive line might be the best in football. Mm. Their wide receivers are both potential pro bowlers. Mm. I think the Patriots have better running backs. There. 
Um, I think they have the I'll best take Mondre and back Zeke. in the yeah. game. I'll take the combo the of Mondre and Zeke over Penny and Swift. Um, and Gainwell. Oh, right. And they have three. Oh, they have three running backs. That's right. I forgot. You're allowed to have more than two. So, um, and Boston I, Scott and Boston Scott, they actually have four. Yeah. Um, and I believe if I was looking at it, they do a weird thing with their depth chart where That's if a- there's a couple different spots where they just, they don't have a first, a second and a third. They just have slashes like Kenneth Gainwell slash Deandre Swift slash. Um, so they look at those guys as a rotation, I think, but it just really did hit me. I don't, there's no one thing where I go, the Patriots are better at this than the Eagles. And this is what they're going to hang their hat on. And I know that's a negative way to start off a game preview podcast, but the reality is Sports Illustrated, old friend Andrew Brandt, um, Mm -hmm. very active Mm -hmm. on social media. People know him, used to work with the Packers, but interesting guy Um, in their uh, season preview post. His bold prediction, in which in the middle of it, he said he doesn't even think it's a bold prediction. The Eagles to go undefeated. And I don't just mean in the regular season. He means straight on through the bowl. Uh, so I guess that's now 20 and 0, you would go. 20 and 0. That's how good he thinks the Eagles are. And then he backed it up with, and I wasn't really, they went 14 and 1 with Jalen Hurts under center last year. Mm-hmm. So they were a one-loss team with their MVP caliber quarterback, who Belichick acknowledged with great fanfare this week when someone tried to say, hey, you got Malik Cunningham. Can he prepare you for Jalen Hurts? And he kind of laughed and said, well, no disrespect, but Malik Cunningham is what he is. He's got some skills. Jalen Hurts was one of the best players in football last year, two or three best players in football. So there's no shame in not measuring up to the Eagles. The reality is they've done a really good job building their team. They've gotten very fortunate with their franchise quarterback who also went to Alabama before mm-hmm. they didn't want him at Alabama. And then he went to Oklahoma and now he's really good in the NFL and took him a little, took him a little while though. I mean, it was yeah. not until his third year in the pros. And I had he, doubts. I doubted him. Didn't blossom. He exploded. Absolutely. And I give him credit. And that's the other thing. Um, not to take a pot shot at the new year for Mac Jones, who, as I noted to you on Twitter, is acknowledging uh, energy and effort and attitude. He's clearly a disciple of the Andy Hart youth coaching family. Mm-hmm. But even their quarterback, I think, is mentally tougher. No one's gone through more over the course of the last whatever it is now, five years, six five, years. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. I mean, you get removed from a national championship game. That's embarrassing. Like what you have to do, come back. That, and now you're a star. Like he has, he has done it all. Even when you listen to him talk, he's a really likable dude. I don't, he composed probably be the term composed, composed, C word. Yes, we do C words here. So composed is good. Unflappable. If we use any U words, don't start to spell C and U because then we'll go down a road. We can't, um, don't do that. Um, Thanks once again to our sponsor FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel's doing okay with us. And by the way, FanDuel.com slash six rings for your bonus offer when you sign up. $150 in bonus bets. Can't spell FanDuel without a U. You people, you got to do it. Take the Andy Hart approach. Uh, Can't spell it without an L, too. Ow. And you can't spell it without fan, which is what I am. And that's why I I can't help but what. No, there's not. But I can't help but wonder, uh, you know, is any way that any of us talk ourselves into this being a close game, a competitive game, a shocker, a spoiler. Is that all just based on the passion and blind faith 
that comes with being a fan? Like, is there, are we literally just basing this on a, a belief in Bill O'Brien, a belief in Bill Belichick, a hope for Mac Jones, and then a, 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 a prayer that all of the good vibes that come from Tom Brady day, instead of, as you pointed out earlier, make Mac Jones feel a uh, diminutive and emasculated. Do these possibly carry over to Mac Jones from Brady to Mac Jones and the team and all that good energy leads to a, a surprise where the, the, the underdog basically catches the champ on the chin with a lucky one and they escape with a win. Faith is believing in something you can't touch. You can't see, right? That's faith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's where this is coming from. Now, I would argue that the Foxborough faithful could be on the precipice of becoming a problem on Sunday with Tom Brady in the building. I've told you this. I, I think it's concerning. Like if Mac goes three and out, three and out, I think there will be. Let me rephrase that. I don't know if there will be. I'm going to ask our listeners to lead the way. Don't be part of the problem on Sunday. If Mac is struggling, if the offense is struggling, don't start Brady chance in the second quarter when Mac is trying to get his feet under him and when Bill mm -hmm. O'Brien is trying to put a drive together and Kendrick Bourne is trying to get open because you're not helping. If you chant Brady, you are not helping. You are hurting, just like I think you were a, a negative factor last year with your little zappy chance. So if you want to chant something, chant Patriots, chant Mac, chant, chant something supportive. A little let's go, believe, Mac. When let's go, Pat. When did you become this guy? I'm my tree hugging hippie. Like, what oh am my I God. Doing just here? the same way that we're hoping this sort of like energy osmosis carries from Brady, the new lighthouse, the TV, the fans, and the stands over to Mac and the team. It's like spending enough time around me has now poisoned you with positivity. No, like, but in all seriousness, if they chant Brady in the second quarter when Mac is struggling, that's bad. That is a bad step toward where this season is going, where this exactly. kid is going. The bandwagon cheering last year on that infamous Monday night of Zappy, Zappy, was disgusting. I mean, the guy disgusting. had just taken you to the playoffs. It was terrible. It was shit. I mean, now, granted, everyone was treated to a mini show, and there were the two quick touchdowns, and all of a sudden it was like, hey, I think this is a real thing. This kid's a movement. Mac never should have been in there in the first place. We all understand they should have started him on the road, rested him another week. Belichick mishandled that terribly. Now. Here we are. Max back under center. It's Brady day. All the Brady, Brady, Brady chants you want, the clapping, the crying, all the emotions and everything beforehand. That's fine. That's good. It's supposed to be cathartic. It's supposed to be yeah. emotional. This is supposed to be a big deal. Once the game starts, don't do it. I'm with you. Don't like until halftime. Then you can do it again at halftime when he's on the well, field. Exactly. He'll be on the field or Wait wherever he Mac. is. Say, watch Mac, watch Mac go down the tunnel, watch the door close, give it like another three count so he gets up the tunnel, so he's out of earshot, and then you can start chanting Brady again at halftime. Exactly. And then uh, after I just that. I at something. Yeah. Um, did you know it's going to be uh, rainy thunderstorms? Uh, not a nice day on Sunday. Yeah, the weather a couple of days ago looked tremendous. And then all of a sudden, over the past 48 hours, there has been a significant meteorological pivot. Now, I know the whole thing with those Tom Brady hype videos, Andy, years ago used to be like, I am the river. I am the storm. Did it literally have to follow him to town one last time? To be fair, I think he was the storm when he got his ass kicked by the Titans, but we, we won't go back on that. I don't know which one was which. Sometimes he was the tiger. Sometimes he was a storm. Sometimes he was the river. I, I don't know. I, I, got, I, I lost track, and it's been a while since. He did, but, too, because they got yeah. repetitive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I just bad was, weather in play. Who does is this that, favor? That's what I was bringing. Could could we could we spin that in a pro Patriots direction as we look for advantageous areas mm. for New England? I can't. 
Nope, I can't either. I was just trying to think because the Eagles are a really good power running team. Yes, and the Eagles the, can do it all. Yeah, they can. They really that can. That is what is so alarming. Okay, so let's get into this a little bit. All right. What are you, what if, if, so Steve Belichick used a funny term the other day. He said he's a problem for Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. And I liked that. Um, if you were listing problems for the Patriots on Sunday, where would you start with the top problem? The top problem, problem weird uh, on offense or defense. You want to stay on Any Philadelphia's problem offense? you want. Okay. It's, it's a tie Ooh. and it's two really huge problems that are both vying for the top spot. Like right. Like pressing up against each other, like wrestling, like brothers to be first in line in front of the ice cream man truck. It is containing the Eagles pass rush along with containing the ability to rush of Jalen Hurts. E, as bad. And yeah. you know what that leads me to? Certainly the first one. You know how Bellet... So I obviously... We'll get to the prediction later. I obviously don't think the Patriots are going to win. But not only do I, I not... I've heard. There's going to be a lot of negatives here, so bear with me. It's appropriate. It's on brand for me. Um, so not only do I not believe the Patriots can win on Sunday... Mm-hmm. I'm dubious that they can not lose. You know, the old Belichickian, before you can win, you have to not lose. Yep. The offensive line and the cornerback position, I'm not sure are ready to not lose. Even today, we got a little hamstring issue with Jack Jones, not on the field, which I'd also uh, like to know, is that real or fake? But yeah, a quick question for a uh, first time, long time, uh, Fitzy. They call, some people call me Nick. Uh, do we think that that is a, one of those, like, did he pull his hamstring jumping for joy when he found out he only got community service and probation? Uh, did Belichick tell him, like, I have a hamstring now because we're going to, like, try to put you aside for a few days to avoid the optics? Like, this feels Foxborough fluish to me. Yes, it does. I don't know the end game if is it if it was to avoid the locker room, avoid the media, avoid any of that. I don't know if it's could he not play against the Eagles with a hamstring and not be suspended but it's kind of a way for him to miss a game and they kind of internally use that as i have no idea it's it smells funny fitzgerald your Mm -hmm. nose is Mm -hmm. working quite well Mm -hmm. it smells funny Mm -hmm. but that only adds to my concern even if jack jones is out there with christian gonzalez and jonathan jones i don't know how well they match up with aj brown and Devontae smith i don't know that they can do the job so your thing the offensive line protecting against pass rush the two houses old cards that I've been talking about all year feel yep. like they are teetering, teetering. It's like a Jenga, and they're about to just. Yeah, I mean, how about this? Christian Gonzalez, you're fired up. You did get drafted in the first round. Maybe you went a little bit later than you thought. And now you're playing for the New England Patriots. And your first assignment as a rookie in the NFL is to go deal with one of the top five wide receivers in the NFL who will forever be pissed that he's not playing for your team because he grew up the biggest fan of the New England Patriots. I mean, A.J. Brown, that's your first draw? Holy smokes. That's no bueno. Of, that's a lot of smoke. You know who else is pretty good? Devontae Smith. That's mm-hmm. the scary part. They have the big play, big, strong guy in A.J. Brown, and then they have the death by a thousand cuts if you want Devontae Smith to just have nine catches for 97 yards. Oh, Andy, hold on. There's someone at the door. Let me get it. Oh, it's Dallas Goddard, one of the best tight ends in the NFL. I forgot that he was coming, too. So, And the good news is um, you don't have to worry about preparing – you know how sometimes you do these podcasts we record and we're worried that the injury updates are not uh, – see, the Eagles have no injuries, so there's nothing to update. They are perfectly healthy. Meanwhile, the Patriots have injuries at cornerback, have injuries across the offensive line. 
but I'm sure it'll be fine. Nothing to see here. Nothing Move along. To see here. Move along. Enjoy the ceremony on Sunday, everybody. Hey, and, and while you're hey, at I'm it, I'm ready here. Get, yeah, get a photo of the goat up there by the lighthouse in the fancy new TV. Think he's right. flying in on Delta? Hey, oh. Um, I do not think he is. <laughs> probably. I'm guessing not. I'm going to say the next time he does a consulting trip for Delta on a Delta plane will be the, fir- the first Actually, time. We used to be a Delta team, I think. So I, you were a Delta, Delta. No, hold on. Yeah. You were a Delta team before the two aircrafts. So he used to fly Delta when he went to games. Not when he came back, because sometimes he wouldn't come back with the team. But well, different story for a different day. Well, that's what happens when you're Tom Brady. Uh, all right. Definitely. So. Tom effing Brady. We've given we've given the Patriots no essential positional advantage over the Eagles, except maybe maybe at safety and perhaps having the best overall running back. Andy, for the Patriots to win Sunday, and no, it can't just be Poseidon being the MVP and the weather being the biggest factor. For the New England Patriots to win the game Sunday, what will be the story Monday morning or Sunday night as we do the Six Rings post game show? Patriots win thanks to Jalen Hurts got hurts. <laughs> no, I like I I don't Talk I mean turnover crossover. Okay. He should be re- the rental car guy. Okay, yeah, give ahead. me this. Okay. So maybe they haven't there um Cadlick brought this up. He wasn't sure the exact stat, but this idea that the Eagles didn't play anybody, could they be rusty? They're not really in game form, regular season form. Cadlick said he there was some numbers being bandied about in the media room at Gillette. Te- the last couple of years, teams that don't play anybody in the preseason are like three and eight on opening day or something. It's a pretty pretty bad record. Mike Tomlin so, would Mike Tomlin just liked your quote, right? So maybe that's something. Um, maybe the the altered coaching staff of the mm-hmm. Eagles. Now, the Patriots have an altered coaching staff, too. And, you know, I think both head coaches are pretty good head coach. Nick Sirianni, I could not have been more wrong on. I thought that guy was a clown when he arrived. He's a pretty good coach. He he does a good job it, with them. It's it's like it's like any TV show that you can remember where you saw the first episode and you thought, God, this show sucks. Yeah. And then by episode three or four, you're like, whoa, was I wrong on this show? Or I'm, I'm famous for doing that with songs. I'll hear a song and I'll be like, this song sucks. And then like a week later, after I've heard it three more times, I'm kind of bouncing along in the car, just singing it. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess it doesn't suck. I kind of like this song. Yeah, this is pretty um, cool. But Nick Sirianni's a good coach. So Bill Belichick's a good coach. Uh, I think Bill O'Brien's a good coach. Like there's coaching changes, but I think there's reason to have confidence in the coaching changes. I just, turnovers. If the Patriots can make big plays, which they're capable of, Matthew mm-hmm. Judon, Dietrich Wise, these guys that have been getting to Mac in practices and not being allowed to hit him, they'll be allowed to hit Jalen Hurts. They can hit the football. They can make plays. Jack Jones, if he's out there, who knows? Jack Jones, Christian Gonzalez, make plays on the ball. Dallas Goddard, okay, I'm going to need Jabril Peppers to put a helmet right in his rib cage and the ball pops out after he catches it. Like, those are the game changes you can never predict. And do I, because I, I also think those could happen against the Patriots. So, I mean, you can't mm-hmm. just count on them, but I, I don't see, you know, the old, if both teams play well, I think the Eagles win by two touchdowns. If both teams play well, the Eagles are the more talented team. That's that's just a fact, right? We don't even have to debate that. They're a more talented team. But we still haven't seen, uh, we believe they to, them to be a much more talented team, yet we still have not seen these Patriots save for just a little snippet, a little glance, a sneak preview in the Green Bay game. And it was touchdown and a drive beset by penalty. And then, of course, Mac Jones getting collapsed 
like a card table, thanks to a, mm. a pass rush. But Andrew Stuber was also in at left tackle, not Trent Brown at that time. So now you have Calvin Anderson who hasn't done anything all now summer. He's over at right tackle. Big Trent is over on left. We'll no, see. Maybe because Trent Brown was limited in practice the other day. Mike Reese alluded to it being heat related. Mike Onwenu, limited in practice. Cole Strange, limited in practice. The Eagles can pressure you up the middle. The Eagles can pressure you on the edges. And the good news is Patriots are weak in all those areas right now. Their pass rush was already legendary last year. They lose one of the key cogs to that pass rush to the 49ers, who already had one of the best pass rushes. So now they may have the greatest in history. And oh, but to be somebody who just were to get 1% of the money that Nick Bosa just got guaranteed for being an absolute brohemoth off the end. Be that as it may, and I digress. Now you put in Jalen Carter, who also played just a snippet of the preseason, and he was an absolute monster. Hmm. The Pats are going to have their handful in every aspect Sunday. And they and have yet, Jordan Davis, too. Hasn't been as good, but he's still pretty damn good. Well, but what's what was I told last year that are bad matchups for Cole Strange? Like big athletic guys. Big, right? powerful defensive linemen. Both of those guys fulfill that, correct? Uh, sort of, yes, definitely, absolutely. Don't forget about Cox. Don't Fletcher about Cox, Fletcher Reddick. Cox, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I don't mean to be overly negative. Hassan Reddick. In all honesty, the last time I felt like this, I've, I've been wrong about this before. Okay. But the last time I felt this um, lopsided in analysis, I struggled to like look for matchups that were maybe counter to the general narrative mm-hmm. was the Patriots-Bills playoff game. I said it to Mutt on the air. I've never felt so certain that the Patriots didn't measure up as I did that day. And oh, and then, and then, no, and then I was on that Saturday with you a couple hours before the game. It was you, me, and Mego, and I was trying to get all pumped and jacked and fired up, and then you were just like, oh, this is going to be an ass whooping tonight. I was like, this, no, stop it, and then it was, and I was like, damn it, Hart was right again. So I hope I'm wrong, because I do have sure. desires for this to be a fun game. I have desires to be surprised. I have desires to build some momentum heading toward week two, even if it's I joked about this with a a new offshoot Six Rings podcast recorded this week with our buddy Mike Cadlick. Cadlick's Crucial Clashes. We talked about some various matchups. Yep. You like it? KCC. Yeah. KCC. Even though it's three cut noises, let's just make Mm -hmm. sure those those are C's because KCC. It could be bad if it were other things. Yeah, it definitely could be bad. We would probably have to rebrand very quickly. Yeah. Um, But this is a matchup where I forgot what I was saying. Son of a bitch. No, it's okay. You were talking about how none of the matchups favor the Patriots and all of the matchups. Everything seems tilted towards the Eagles. Yeah, that's a good summary. It's it pretty, it pretty much is. Uh, You're supposed to be saying going to be No, but I'm going, but because I can't tell you because again, even if I believe the Patriots receivers will be better than advertised, even if I believe the combination of Henry and Gasicki will be both a seam and red zone uh, tandem that will give the Patriots options on drives and when they try to score points because they were the 31st ranked red zone offense last year. Can't do much worse than that. Hopefully they'll do better. Even if the pass rush is twice as good as advertised or perceived, even if the secondary has quality cornerback play, not house of cornerbacks play, and the safeties are just absolute world beaters, monsters, and complete line stuffers. All of those things would have to come together to give the Patriots a fighting chance against a roster that's good, but I still can't tell you what I think I'm going to see because I don't know who this team is. We just didn't see any starters. We might be saying four days from now, so smart of Belichick to rest his guys in the preseason because they knew they were going to have some heavy lifting and a thoroughly emotional affair week one on Brady returns day against the Eagles. Or we might be saying, 
as other people, like I just came from doing a podcast with Rod Ninkovich, who we'll hear from in a few minutes. Ninko was saying, just do away with the preseason. It's an absolute waste of time. Nobody hits anymore. He's expecting a sloppy game on Sunday. I yep. think we're going to probably see a very sloppy first half and that where the Patriots may even you know benefit from a fumble or a pick because the Eagles didn't play their starters very much. And you mentioned the meteorological factors. I just can't tell you what I'm going to see because we didn't see very much. It was just a giant audition for jobs 50 to 53 plus the practice squad all preseason long. We'll know a hell of a lot more come Monday than we did from the end of oh. July to September 10th. Look at you with a Jimmy Buffett reference. Nice job. Come Monday. I, um, but here's the question. Is it going to be all right? Uh, and the other question is. I will not will ask be, you to be holding me tight. No. <laughs> no. Uh, will it be moral victory Monday? or Is moral victory Monday the best case scenario? Well, Andy, it's very interesting that you mention moral victory Monday because that is a perfect segue into. <laughs> The six rings and football things, FanDuel Sportsbook, book, book, bet of the week, 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 where each and every week throughout the 2023 NFL season, yours truly, Nick Fitzy Stevens, and this guy over here, Andy Jumbo Hart, give you our bet of the week on the games we care about and cover the most, your New England Patriots. This week, Andy, according to our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook, FanDuel Sportsbook, make every moment more. The New England Patriots hosting the Eagles kickoff 425 on the central broadcasting system with hello friends, the Romanator and Tracy Wolfson plus Tom Brady in the house are a four point dog. That's right. The New England Patriots are a four point underdog, which oh. means if if every team is basically a three point favorite at home, that the books are telling you that the Eagles are a touchdown better than the Patriots. Now, the game opened way back when the schedule came out in May at five and a half. It's been bet down to three and a half, but it seems to have now settled in at minus four with an over-under of 45 points. So without knowing, because we don't cheat and like let each other know the lines or what our picks are in advance, Andy Hart, what say you? What is your FanDuel Sportsbook bet of the week on Eagles at Pats? Uh, I hate to say it so emphatically, but uh, lay the hell out of those points. Um, I would lay those six and a half. I would lay it. I think the Eagles are more than a touchdown better than the Patriots. Um, I think they will win. I think they're going to control this game. Save for what you talked about, a ball whoop pops out, wet ball drill, something like that. Hopefully we're hearing you, a lot of Chris Berman. Whoop, yep. Whoop, you you need that. You need that. Um, because otherwise I think, Talent wins out. You're right. There's questions. Neither team played much in the preseason. Questions, questions, questions. When there's a lot of questions, I have this silly little rule. I'd like to be the better team. I'd like to be the more talented team. I'd like to be the deeper team. And I think that's Philly. Um, so I went with a prediction on our uh, video series on weei.com of 28 to 13 Patriots in a game that may not even be that close. Wow. So Andy Hart says, lay the lumber. The house, the farm, the mortgage, the cars, and maybe even the kids. Well, since it would be uh, contradictory to the purpose of this particular segment for me to then turn around and bet the Patriots, uh, because then then people just have to be like, I like Hart's better. I want to bet with Fitzy because he's betting with his heart, even though he's going up against Hart. I'll tell you this. I was considering the Patriots. Eh, I don't know. See, I still think it's going to be moral victory Monday. I think it's going to be a hard-fought affair. I think fans will leave the stands proud of the effort put forth by the team. Probably a little disappointed that they couldn't get the dub in such a big game. 
And this is a big stage for the Eagles, new coordinators, some new team players as well, obviously on the road, lousy weather, the emotion of Tom Brady day. I would love if it's possible to tease the Patriots and the over, uh, which would then give me a chance to take the Patriots up to 10 and the over down to 39. But come on, a teaser is kind of a weenie bet first out. So give me the over in this game, Andy. I oh. think that I think you're looking at a final score of 27-24 Eagles, 30-27 Eagles. Patriots keep it super close. The new kid, Chad Ryland, doesn't get a chance to top Jake Elliott, who bangs home a late one. Very similar, just more points than when Tom Brady came back to take on Mac Jones two years ago. So I'll take the over in Sunday's game of 45 points, Eagles at Patriots. I like it. I uh, A, I like it because you know me. I like to be entertained, and I'd like to see some scoring. And I, I also think it would be a good thing for the Patriots to score some points out mm -hmm. of the gate, and we can start to talk about the offense getting its footing. And, well, when we face a lesser pass rush, when the O-line is healthy, I think you'll be able to build off of um, what happens if they play a game like that that's in the 20s. And they, they it's okay if they just don't measure up. But moral mm -hmm. victory Monday will be nice um, if they score some points. And you say, huh, maybe, maybe Mac Jones, Bill O'Brien, maybe there's an offense here in New England once again. So I, I like it. Yeah. And, of course, don't forget the one uh, factor that we are all sort of glossing over all week long. For Philadelphia, it's a Matt Patricia revenge game. But also for the New England Patriots, Mac Jones, Kendrick Bourne, many others. It's a Matt Patricia revenge game as well. Oh, yeah. And the Eagles can be had in deep quarters and in certain parts of their secondary. So if by any chance the Patriots can hold up long enough for some of these guys to shake free, depending on the weather and the wind, maybe, just maybe, we can un we can McCorkle a couple out there and keep this competitive for four quarters and give us something compelling to talk about on the Six Rings postgame show. So there's your bet of the week right there. Andy says lay the lumber, the wood, and everything else you got on the Eagles Minus four. Give me the over. I say more than 45 points will be scored in said particular contest. All right. Good job, Andy. Now uh, for the back end of the podcast, a special treat. We get to hear from a two-time Super Bowl champion and alumnus of the New England Patriots, who unfortunately will not be there at the stadium Sunday. He has a prior promotional obligation. But after having taped an episode of his podcast, The Dan and Ninko Show, I had a chance to sit down and chat the upcoming 2023 season with two-time Super Bowl champion and beloved wearer of the number 50 jersey. Dare I say, it's one of those things, you know, Bruski to Hightower, 54 to 54. Hmm. 54 was always great. Uh, Vrabel to Ninkovich, 50 was always great. Uh, Bledsoe, 11 took some time off, and Edelman. Uh, Thornton. Into Gronk. Oh, not Thornton. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Maybe they should take it away from him because no one else should be wearing that number. Anyway. Coach to Gronk. Coach to Gronk to me is legit. Legit. They should have a double retirement. They should never allow anyone to wear that number again, and they should have both guys out there. I'd be for it. You would be too. That's for a different podcast in the future. But now, ladies and gentlemen, friends, to close out this episode of Six Rings in Football Things, we throw it to a chat I just had uh, with number 50, the great Rob Ninkovich. Enjoy the chat. Enjoy the game on Sunday. We'll talk to you Sunday night right after Birds at Pats on the Six Rings postgame show right here from Boston Sports Original, WEI. Take care, everyone, and thank you once again to FanDuel, our sponsor, FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Take it away, me and Ninko. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.